What's going on everyone? Superstar Steve here again, welcoming you back to another edition of One Take Live. We are the most must-hear audio in podcast history. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. It is the SmackDown Review Show. I'm not going to go with the post-game show because I always mix that up. It's the same thing every week. Um, but yeah, we're talking SmackDown today, ladies and gentlemen. And, well, since SmackDown's actually uh, aired, there's been some development within the WWE. And I just want to cover that first. So going into the TLC pay-per-view this week, um, it was meant to be The Shield versus uh, Ms. Cesaro, Sheamus, Braun, and Kane. Uh, and since that time, uh, WWE have pulled Roman Reigns from the event, so he will not be competing, uh, and instead taking his place will be Kurt Angle. A um, little bit unsure as to why they put Kurt in there. Um, there's a number of other people I probably would have put in there before Kurt. I, I think they were building to Kurt at WrestleMania. Um, but having to put him in here, maybe they changed direction at WrestleMania because the Jason Jordan thing wasn't working too well. Uh, I was anticipating the authority coming back and challenging Kurt. Um, but that's apparently not happening. So it will be Kurt Angle in the pay-per-view at TLC, uh, come Sunday. And also Bray Wyatt has been pulled from the card. Um, there's talk that he's also got an illness, which Roman Reigns apparently had and other, some, some other superstars have had, um, or there's talk that he's had marriage issues, um, and he's being pulled for that reason. So I'm not sure why, but they're replacing him with AJ Styles. So it'll be AJ Styles versus, uh, Finn Balor, a Bullet Club reunion. That is going to be an awesome match. And I mean, this could, as fate could have it, this could start a new... Uh, I guess, rivalry between the two or a new storyline or a new feud, even though they're on different shows, uh, a trade could easily be done at any time. Uh, so just thought I'd cover those before I kick off the show today. Um, yeah, I'm, I think it... I don't know if it makes it better or worse. I think slightly worse, but it's a pretty good substitute um, if you had to substitute. I mean, it ruins a few storylines in there, but it's going to create a spectacle regardless. So, let's kick off SmackDown now, and opening the show, um, it was Daniel Bryan in his hometown, uh, before he was interrupted by Kevin Owens, uh, eventually Sami Zayn, sorry, Sami Zayn interrupted him, uh, Sami Zayn completing his heel turn and, and aligning himself with Kevin Owens, uh, so that is put to bed, or put to rest now, we know Sami is heel, and he is with Kevin Owens. What else happened on the show? Well, we had Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch and Naomi defeating Natalia, Tamina, and Lana. Um, Paul Lana always getting the loss. Um, but Flair did get the victory on that one. Made Lana tap out. Um, good to see all the women were being used. But, I mean, it was a women's match. I just really wish they'd pick someone and make them go for the title uh, and have a separate storyline for the other women. Excuse me, drink of milk for the working man. Also on the card, we had Sin Cara versus Baron Corbin, not for the US title. Uh, the US Open Challenge is officially closed, as Baron has said. Uh, but nonetheless, it was Sin Cara getting a counter victory over Corbin. So these two obviously have another couple of weeks to work together now that Sin Cara has credence for a rematch and for a possible title shot. Um, but yeah, good to see they're doing something with him. Corbin has really impressed over the last couple of months. Um, he's just stepped up his game. 
quite significantly to become one of the main players over on SmackDown. Um, I used to feel like he was a small fish swimming in a big tank. Now I think he's one of the larger fish swimming around in that tank, um, and he's got some weight to uh, to use. So uh, good to see that they're doing something with both those guys, and they'll have another match in the not-too-distant future. We had the Usos doing a backstage uh, promo interview with, uh might have been Renee Young, I think it was, uh, and they were interrupted by Shelter Benjamin and Chad Gable. Uh, and then made to look like fools by missing a handshake. Um, Renee Young needed to uh, fully understand who was going to talk when they were going to talk because she was just chasing everyone around with the microphone, and that sort of put me off because you couldn't hear what they were saying some of the time uh, because the microphone was nowhere near them. So if they're going to do that, at least have another microphone overhead uh, so that everyone else can still pick up what they're going to be saying uh, rather than having one microphone with a presenter who has to, um, I guess, guess who's going to speak next. Uh, we had a Bludgeon Brothers, uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan vignette. They are coming back. Uh, they've been rebranded, I guess. I'm uh, not really looking forward to their new gimmick, but obviously they are 2B, which ties into the Pulp Fashion Fashion Files. Another great segment by Breezango uh, and The Ascension this week. I think the WWE Universe loves it. I love it. I think it's entertaining every week. They're just going to keep doing what they're doing. Um, they're trying to solve the case of 2B. 2B tying into Bludgeon Brothers. 2Bs. Uh, I picked that Gallo, uh, uh, Rowan and Harper were the ones attacking them, and it appears as though they're slowly drawing to that conclusion. Um, but yeah, keep going with the fashion files. The WWE audience loves it every time it's on. We had Michael Cole filling in this week on commentary for Tom Phillips. He is apparently on assignment. I don't know if he's come down with the same virus as a lot of other wrestlers or if he is actually on assignment or if there's some sort of storyline there at play um, or perhaps he's just having holidays. So we'll see in the coming weeks. Next, we had Dolph Ziggler defeating Bobby Roode in a rematch from... Uh, Hell in a Cell, and the, it went with Dolph Ziggler getting a quick roller and pulling Rude's tights to get the victory there. Um, so I guess it's one all in that rubber match. They will have a rubber match, but one all for the cheating antics. Um, Dolph getting one over on Rude. We had another good segment between the New Day, Aiden English, and Rusev backstage. Um, comedic. It was great. I loved it. Um, spot on with what it needed to be. I would like Rusev to be a little more serious in his, uh, I guess, interactions with people. But at the same time, I understand what they're trying to do there. It's At least it's entertaining. At least he's on screen. We had Jinder Mahal making a challenge for Survivor Series. Is it Survivor Series? I think it's Survivor Series. Uh, against Brock Lesnar. It's going to be champion versus champion. Brock will be on Raw this week to... Uh, I guess, respond to that challenge. Interesting where they're going to go here because I can't see Brock losing, but if Jinder loses, does he lose credibility? So are they going to go with some sort of screwy finish? Maybe. I think they have to. I think they have to create a spectacle, um, but it's going to be screwy. Uh, hopefully Jinder can put on a good show against Brock. I know Jinder's got some size. That at least makes it look... Uh, more of a fair fight, but Brock, I mean, Brock's a monster, and Jinder is still recovering from the years of uh, 
jobbing that he did. I mean, he's come a long way. He's looking good, but I think if they leave the title on him till Mania, build some more credibility, and then once he loses that title, keep him in that upper echelon. Uh, in a couple of years, I think he could be really, really, really top guy. Um, but we'll have to wait and see, won't we? So, of course, Jinder made that challenge, and out comes AJ Styles, because Jinder made the reference that he had beaten everyone worthy of a title match. He hadn't beaten AJ. So AJ came out, and now we've had this little uh, mix-up with TLC. Now AJ's going over to TLC for a week. What happens at Survivor Series if Jinder's firsting Brock? All these are questions. Questions, questions, questions. I haven't got answers to, folks. Um, but hopefully WWE clear this all up in the coming weeks. I'm sure it'll play itself out. Uh, and the final match on the card this week was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versing Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton. And it was Sami and Kevin getting the victory there, beating uh, the top two on SmackDown uh, and rubbing in Dan Daniel Bryan's face. And the show closed out with Daniel Bryan effectively saying, well, Kevin Owens and Sami saying, we've, we've outsmarted you, Bryan. We're better than you. Um, what you got for us next week? And Daniel Bryan says, I don't know. That'll be up to Shane when he returns. So Shane McMahon back on SmackDown next week. Uh, I'm sure he's going to unleash hell on Kevin and Sammy for what they've done to him. Um, but yeah, that was the show this week. I did enjoy the show, to be honest. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. I think it was better than Raw. Um, <clears throat> a lot more variety there. There's maybe a little bit too many, too much comedic value. I would have liked probably a little bit more wrestling, but I think it was a good show. Uh, and it's got some talking points to it. So SmackDown for me is the number one show this week. Uh, SmackDown are trailing Raw, by the way. Raw probably doubled the amount of winning weeks than SmackDown has had. Um, but that's all I've got time for, folks. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been a fiery podcast today. Nice, quick, um, sharp. Sharp is the word I'm going to use. It was much more sharper this week. Maybe because it's a little bit later in the day to when I normally podcast. Uh, and it is a weekend. It is a Saturday morning here. 10 a.m. Overcast, cloudy, rainy, um... <clears throat> but yeah, that is life. It'll it'll happen. So thank you very much for listening this week, guys. I'm going to catch you all down the road. Bye.